0: Hello everybody. We're going to talk tonight about getting rid of the old bags. Um, this time of the year we do a lot of uh, spring cleaning and I go through my purses and see if there's anything that needs to be thrown away and we go through our closets and um, a lot of times it's really good at this time of the year to declutter, uh, to try to downsize a uh, we clean out our wardrobes, you know, and we think about, you know, have I worn this in the last year? Do I need to get rid of it? It's a good time to also go through your fridge or your pantry to see if you have expired food. You know, it's just every once in a while good to get rid of old stuff, stuff that you don't use, stuff that's just taking up time. Um, uh, I've done this before, done it with, you know, relatives, and I remember cleaning up one relative's uh, old things, and, I, and this particular relative had saved all of her nonstick frying pans that she had ever had that the finish had worn off. She had she had saved them all, so she had lots and lots of uh, nonstick frying pans, old ones, in her attic. I also have another relative that saves every card, cardboard box he ever had, and they're all flattened, and he saved them all, and they're just taking up space. And he won't get rid of them. So um, and I know that you all have seen um, or probably most of you have seen a bag lady, someone who um, a lot of times lives on the street or is homeless, but collects lots of things and has lots of bags, uh, shopping bags, grocery bags, and you know may walk around with a shopping cart full of more and more bags. and that's why they call that person a bag lady. And so we're going to focus on that today, getting rid of old bags. You know, I, I like cleaning stuff out that I don't use and sometimes you don't realize how much stuff you keep. Uh, I like to, I like to collect recipes and, um, recently I cleaned out my recipes. I had all kinds of recipes, uh, that I had printed out from the computer or torn out of magazines. And it was all because I might try them someday. They looked good. I might try this someday. So I went through and cleared out all kinds of recipes. Um, since we hardly ever eat meat, you know, I had lots of recipes that included all kinds of meat and lots of recipes with lots of cheese, and we don't hardly ever eat cheese. So I just threw them all out. And a lot I had so many dessert recipes because I love making dessert. But the times that I make dessert are just basically on holidays, so I didn't need all those dessert recipes. So there was no advantage of them just sitting in the drawer and taking up space. and I had to acknowledge that I was never going to get around to using them. so I threw them out. Um, I also, in and, and, you know taking care of other people's stuff, I realized what a mess it is when other people have to clean out stuff after you die. So I was thinking, you know, what happens when I'm old and die and somebody else is going to have to look through all this stuff and all this mess and say, why did mom collect all these recipes and now we have to get rid of them all or, you know, whatever it might be that they have to look through. But, you know, as we go through life, we have a tendency to collect things. Some things that we collect or save might be good and some might be bad and some things are just plain clutter. You know, this happens in the natural world, but it also happens with our emotions and it happens in our spiritual life. We can collect bad things and end up with like that old lady with all of those old bags and her old shopping cart. Um, When we go through life, we can get hurt or disappointed or, you know, aggravated or angry with many things. And people can hurt us and life doesn't always go our way. And I think we all know that. And there's things such as illnesses or abuse or untimely death or, or sometimes, you know, there's very serious things ca- that can affect us and uh, be a temptation to just carry around that baggage, that old bag around and have it weigh us down for the rest of our life. And some things that we are scarred and hurt by are, are really silly or trivial, like somebody, you know um uh, looked at us wrong or someone disagreed with us or someone corrected us and we hold on to those things and they become baggage or old bags to us. I remember uh this is a long time ago, many years ago, we're we're in Fenton, Missouri, which is a suburb of St. Louis, we get a phone call from Kansas City, which is on the other side of the state, just out of the blue, and the person said, you know, Diane, which is me, Diane better straighten up. <laughs> and the person said, called the person's name and said, so-and-so is offended because Diane made her stand on a certain side of the platform, and she wants to sit on, stand on the other side of the platform when she's singing. Uh, at that time, I was a worship leader, and we had six singers, and I had the altos stand together, and the uh, lead singers stand together, and the higher harmonies stand together and she didn't want to do that she wanted to stand by a particular person but who was singing a different part and so evidently the the tale of my um offense to her had made it to Kansas City and then made it back to us and so you can see how someone can be can be offended and they just take that baggage and they <laughs> They swing that bag all the way. They can swing that bag across the country and easily these days can swing that baggage all the way around the world. And we can be hurt and offended by uh, other people, but we can even be hurt uh, or mad at God. And in some of these things, we can hold on to that hurt and it can so deeply affect us that we can become angry and bitter or we can totally block it out, which isn't healthy, and when we do that, we can become ill with, you know, digestive problems or anxiety problems. Uh, we can develop eating disorders or people even can uh, start cutting themselves or become addicted to, you know, uh, different kinds of drugs that they're trying to soothe, um, soothe that hurt. Um, we can also use that hurt in our life as an excuse for our own un- un- ungodly and very immature behavior. Um, I can't even tell you how many times I've heard people in their 40s and 50s and 60s and even 70- 70s say that they're a certain way because of something that happened in their childhood. And it, Of course, it usually has to do with their parents. And those things that happened in our childhood and our parents definitely, definitely, absolutely shape us. But, you know, we can learn to grow from them. And whatever happened in our childhood, um, if we're an adult, it's never an excuse for sin. It's never an excuse for treating people people poorly. And it's not an excuse for refusing to believe God's word. And we have a choice how we act. And we have a choice whether we're going to uh, carry around those old bags for the rest of our life or whether we're going to become an old bag ourselves. So the definition of an old bag is an ugly or ill-tempered or unpleasant woman. So this can apply to men too. So men, this isn't just a woman sermon. <laughs> this is for men too. When, uh, when we carry around offenses and hurt and, and things that bother us, we become old bags ourselves. We become ugly and ill-tempered and unpleasant. Even if you don't think that you are if you're holding that on the inside believe me it shows it it comes forth um so we can not only become an old bag even if you're young you can become an old bag but we can be like the bag lady on the street carrying around all kinds of dirty old worthless junk um and we can we carry around old bags when we refuse to get rid of the effects of hurt in our lives you know in our in our natural life, we can understand decluttering a house or a wardrobe, and how hard it can be to get rid of the things so dear to us. Like, you know, we have a certain certain shirt or certain pair of pants or certain sweater. You know, we 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 never wear it, but we just can't get rid of it because we might might use it someday or we kind of like it, but you know, might use it someday, and we just can't bear to get rid of it. Even more so, a lot of times we feel that way about you know holding on to uh, anxiety and worry and hurt and offense. We hold on to that so dear, but um, we need to acknowledge that we have that in our life. Those offenses and that hurt, we need to acknowledge that we're hanging on to it and we're de- we need to deal with that problem. And the best best news that you could ever have is that God wants to help you get rid of that. Um, If you're struggling with something that happened 5, 10, 20, 30 years ago, or that happened yesterday, it's time for you to get some help. And the Lord wants to help you. In Psalm 34, 18, it says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. So the Lord isn't looking down on you. He's not aggravated with you. He wants to help you. He understands that that uh, when a person's heart is broken and crushed, he understands that they need him. Um, on Sunday, Pastor Terry talked about the Holy Spirit, that he's our comforter and our advocate and our strengthener and our helper. And he's our counselor. And God has provided the Holy Spirit to us to help us when we're hurting and we need we need uh, someone to talk to and we need help. In Psalm 147.3 it says he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. So wouldn't you rather be in this classification of being brokenhearted and having God healing our wounds than be in the classification of an old bag who's nurturing those wounds and getting a calloused heart and you know, being angry and bitter and resentful and, you know, just I'd rather I'd rather be the one who has a broken heart and ask God to bind up that wound. In Luke um, 11 verse nine in the New Living Translation, it says, and so I tell you, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, everyone who seeks finds, and to everyone who knocks the door will be opened. So if you're struggling in this area of your life, the Bible tells you to just keep on asking God to help you. Um, Just keep on after it. it. Sometimes these things are a struggle to get over, but just the Lord's just telling you just keep after it, keep after it, and he is going to help you. In Jeremiah 33, 3, it says, Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. God is just inviting you to take those troubles, those offenses, those hurts to him and he will help you. And not not um, not try to hold on to them, not try to deal with them on your own, but to just take them to him and he will uh, heal your broken heart. Another thing that is so important when you're hurting, when you've been offended or you've been abused in some way, is to find good Christian friends who will give you counsel from the Bible, not ones that will nurse your wounds. I'd say in my uh, experience in my Christian life, I'd say almost, I'd say probably 80% of Christian friends... Uh, when you tell them you're offended, will um, get right in there and be offended with you. And they'll um, probably spread some gossip about what you told them uh, happened to you, and they'll be offended at the person that offended you. So it's very hard to find Christian friends that will take you on this path of forgiving that person and reconciling with that person. The people that will do that are very, very far and few and far between. And so I just encourage you today to, to um, think about that when you're talking to your Christian friends about someone who has hurt you or offended you and see what their reaction is. If they get offended right along with you and say, oh yeah, that person is really bad. It's horrible what they did to you. They're not acting in line with the Bible. They're, what they're telling you is going to make you feel really good but it's not going to bring you along in your Christian life. And they are helping you to become an old bag. (laughs) They're not helping you to walk as Christ walked. They're not helping you to fulfill um, the words of Jesus in your life at all. They're helping you to become an old bag. So, um, and in dealing with this, you have to be willing to let go of the past. And that's not easy to do, to do. We need to let go of all bitterness, resentment, and anger. Just like we talked about letting go of things in your closet, you need to let go of those things and just, just forget about them. And exchange it for God's love, acceptance, peace, and His ability. And forgiveness doesn't mean that you excuse people's behavior. It means forgiving others the same way God has forgiven us. And it's a decision that almost never feels good but it is a doorway to healing in your life. Um, You can say, I've forgiven that person. I refuse to allow these feelings to rule my heart and my mind. You know, in my life, um, I had a couple of family members that were um, just terribly, 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 terribly horrible to me. And um, I would just... I I could have could I I had two paths to take. (laughs) One was to just be angry and offended and and say terrible things and just go after them all the time and ask God to punish them and ask God to deal with them and ask God to to take them off the scene or yes God to do things that aren't really scriptural or I could um, ask God to forgive them. What at the same time. While they were doing horrible things to me, if I could, you know, see if I could ask God to forgive them. And I chose to ask God to forgive them. While my heart was being ripped to shreds by these people, I, as an act of faith, just asked God to forgive them. While I was crying because I was so hurt. And it's, it, it, Forgiving people can be sheer agony, <laughs> But it is also an act of faith and an act of love. So I just encourage you, no matter who has hurt you, to forgive them. And when you forgive them, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have a relationship with them because some people you have to keep boundaries with. But um, it's something that the Lord requires of you. In Luke 23, 34, um, Jesus said of the people that were going to crucify him and kill him, kill him, kill him. <laughs> Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. And sometimes we need to realize that people don't know what they're doing and we need to give them a little latitude, the same latitude that we would want people to give us. It's important when we're trying not to become an old bag or carry around old bags that we keep our mind stayed and and fixed on the word of God. Um, Renew your mind to God's word. Um what happened in our life doesn't determine who we are God's Word does, and always rehearse God's word, meditate on God's word, speak God's word, not the pain and the hurt that you feel. you know it's a lot of times it it it's like a seems therapeutic to us to keep telling over and over and over again how somebody hurt us or how somebody hurt our friend or How somebody did something wrong, you know, in a sick kind of way, our flesh enjoys that. But that is not helpful to us at all. We need to rehearse and renew our mind with the word of God. In Romans 12, 2, it says, Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. So we need to be sure to surrender to God in these uh, in these times when we're hurt and offended. Um, even Jesus, when everyone forsook him, he still surrendered to God and to God's will. In um, in all these things, we always need to look at ourselves as, not as victims of anyone, but as victors. In Deuteronomy thirty verse nineteen. It says, this day I call heaven and earth as a witness against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live. So in this uh, summary, I would just like you to choose life in your attitudes, and your relationships. Uh, don't be an old bag lady, but choose life. Choose to hold on to scripture. Choose to hold on to the good in people. Choose to speak life into your relationships and don't be angry and full of bitterness and strife and quarreling and um, just build people up and encourage people. I, uh, I'm going to read the uh, words to this song. It's kind of, uh, kind of goes along with this message. It's the words to, Oh, come to the altar. It says, leave your regrets and mistakes. Leave behind your regrets and mistakes. Come today, there's no reason to wait. Jesus is calling. Bring your sorrows and trade them for joy. From the ashes, a new life is born. Jesus is calling. Oh, come to the altar. The Father's arms are open wide. Forgiveness was bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. So if you're hurting if you're angry with somebody, if you have rage or bitterness, or are just can't understand why your life is is not working out the way you thought it would, I encourage you to run into the arms of Jesus. Go to Him with your hurts and your pains, and 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 your broken heart. And the Word of God says that God will uh, heal you. He'll help you. His Holy Spirit will counsel you and comfort you and strengthen you and and give you what you need. Um, Give you what you need to have peace in your life and joy. And most of all, I encourage you to get rid of all those old bags and not be a bag lady or a bag, bag, sorry, bag man. (laughs) And you all have a good evening. We love you so much. And if you need anything, be sure to call us at the church at 636-861-1410. Or you can email us at summitchurchfenton at gmail.com. We love you. Bye-bye.